0: Welcome back to another exciting week in the Web3 universe. I'm your host, The Mayor, and you're listening to the best NFT media nominated NFT and Chill podcast, the show that discusses interesting topics with artists, creators, and thought leaders from the Web3 space. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about my experience at NFT NYC, where NFT and Chill was a media partner for that event. So I'm going to give you the ins and outs of how my week went in New York City for the biggest Web3 NFT meetup of the year. And also, I'm going to talk about my personal experience of getting my wallet hacked. This should be an interesting episode, so stay tuned. So sit back and chill while we explore the exciting world of Web3 and NFTs together. Okay, so this week, it's going to be just me, and this is the first time that I haven't had a guest since episode one. My wallet was hacked recently. This would be a perfect opportunity to give you my personal experience of what went down, my theory of how it happened, how I dealt with it, and just kind of the ins and outs so that hopefully people can learn from what happened and people are safer in the space. So we'll start with my week in NFT NYC. You know, out of all the events all year round, you know, you got NFT NYC, you got Web3 Live, uh, the Global NFT Summit, both of those are in London. You have the Decentral events, which are some of my favorite events of the year. The Women's Web3 Summit, I mean, there's ETH Denver, there are so many events that go on for Web3, you know, NFT LA, it's endless. NFT NYC is probably the biggest of those events. You know, NFT and Chill being where it is in the scope of Web3 and the world with, you know, being the top 1% in over 100 countries, constantly trending on apps and the tech news charts. We get invited to be a media partner at almost every event. Now, I want to thank the organizers of NFTNYC for giving us, you know, that privilege of being able to cover an event like this. So with that being said, I, I never miss NFT NYC. And honestly, it's because of New York City. They thought about moving to Las Vegas or out of New York, and I think that would be a monumental mistake. I love New York City. I love going. I love the culture. You know, I grew up in New England and on the East Coast, and I, I just, I love New York. The people, the city, the streets, the culture, the food is incredible, and it's just a really awesome spot to hold an event like this. You know, I'm staying in the boroughs. I'm taking the subway everywhere. It's an experience all around. Now, as far as the convention goes. I think twenty, thirty thousand 30,000 people attended the event. It was in Chelsea this year by Soho and all that. And it it was a good location. Personally, I preferred last year's in Times Square. I think it was a more convenient location. But the cool part is, is there was a lot of stuff going on in Times Square. A lot of NFT branding and advertisements that were going through the big screens on Times Square. So that was very cool to see. And it's definitely an awesome experience. If you are in the city, you see all these people descend who are, you know, Web3 enthusiasts who have the same mindset and think about cryptocurrency and decentralization just like you do. So that that's a really cool experience seeing them around the city. You know, I was in the airport when I touched down with a few people who were going to the event. So it's definitely an experience getting to meet the people that you deal with and that you're building relationships with on a daily basis, discords on Twitter, telegram, getting to meet them face to face is probably the most important part of these events. You know, you saw in some of the content that I posted where Ryan Kumar, the CEO of Mint Drops, who I run into at every event, I ran into him. He was in one of the videos that I posted. My favorite part of these events. That's where the collaboration happens. That's where the inspiration happens and just building in general. That would be my favorite parts of these events. Now, you know, walking through, they had, I think there was three levels of the uh, Jacob Javidus Convention Center. Now, you had a number of talks from speakers and thought leaders that were going on. They had workshops. They had a huge exhibit area where companies and projects and brands were showing off what they're doing, what they're building, their finished products. You got to try some stuff out. You got to see if collaboration was possible with a lot of these companies and brands. And that's always an awesome experience as well. There was an artist village, which was really cool to see with people actually creating art right in front of you, physical art. It was it was an experience, for sure, and, and it's something that I always enjoy. I enjoy covering these events, and definitely a special thanks to Noah and the team at NFT NYC for allowing NFT and Jill to cover this event. You know, and the rest of the time, you know, I'm eating in pizza places. I went to the top of the Empire State Building with my fiancé, and that was really awesome. We caught a couple of Yankees games in the Bronx. So, I mean, New York, on its own, is its own character in the story. It's an experience, for sure. And you definitely get a bunch of swag. You know, I grabbed a couple of hats that were really cool. They were passing out t-shirts. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. There, there's games going on. There's giveaways. It's n- never really expensive, at least for me, being in the United States to fly to New York. It's always a cheap ticket. If you're ever thinking about going to one of these events, I definitely think you should catch one. You don't have to hit them all. But going to one event, especially if it's a big one, is, I think, a must for anybody who is in the space or serious about decentralization. So if anybody out there ever has any questions about, you know, upcoming events, if you see something that's going on or that I mentioned on this podcast, you know, you can definitely listen to prior episodes where I've had the founder of Decentral. I've had both founders of DecentralCon on and... You can listen to the experiences, but if you have any questions, you can always DM me on any of our social accounts or the podcast, and I'd be happy to help out any way I can. I I sometimes get, you know, big discounts off of tickets and sometimes free tickets and do giveaways and stuff, so please don't hesitate to reach out. I'd love to help answer some questions. Okay, so now on to the business's hand. About a week ago, for the first time in my Web3 blockchain cryptocurrency experience. I've been in the space a little over three years, and for the first time, my wallet was hacked. It's actually a very puzzling experience, if if I'm being honest. It was a MetaMask wallet that I haven't used in a very long time. Once FTX and all that happened, uh, I slowed down on a lot of my NFT transactions and also cryptocurrency. You know, I was still buying ETH, but I was doing it with another wallet. You know, a friend of mine, he sent me a message and he says, I think a bunch of your NFTs are for sale right now. I said, are you kidding me? So I checked and my wallet was completely drained of about 35 NFTs. The biggest issue that I have is that these NFTs meant something to me. Luckily, I got some of the major ones Back some really awesome community members from Basefish Mafia, like Trial, who was one of the founders. He grabbed a couple and gave them back. Another incredibly awesome community member, Grux, ended up picking up one of my rare NFTs and he ended up giving them back. So, you know, if you can find people with integrity who, you know, have principles and believe in decentralization for the right reasons and want something like this to grow, keep those people. Those those are the people that are going to help this thing go mainstream. You know, the reason why gaming and so many industries that seem like a no-brainer using blockchain technology haven't is because people in middle America don't feel safe using it. And that is because when some somebody gets hacked, you know, there's no real repercussions for the hacker themselves. The culture of blockchain has this um, mentality to blame the user. And I do understand self-custodial wallets. I get it. But, you know, these hackers and these criminals are getting better every single day. The more security that's going out there, the more they're trying to beat it. You know, hackers are getting better every day. Security is definitely keeping up, but it's tough. And I I think, you know, until we can figure out how to keep people safe in the space, I think we're going to, it's going to be a struggle. So I had made a transaction last year, April, April 8th, 2022. Traded on SushiSwap. I traded some AVAX. The weird part about what happened to me is on the exact same day, 12 months later, April 8th, 2023, my wallet was hacked. And it seemed like it was through that AVAX. Vax contract. It's very puzzling to me. Like, I don't know if there was like some kind of 12-month delay on something, but that was the vulnerability. I don't know if it was, had something to do with Swab because they said that their vulnerability was about transactions in the last two weeks, but mine was 12 months ago to the day they got in. It's a wallet that I haven't used in months. And luckily there was no money, there was no cryptocurrency in it. I got for the most part back and what I didn't get back I will get to write off on my taxes as a loss, so it'll all even out in the end, because I'll get to write off what I originally paid for them, and they were down substantially from what I originally paid for them, so it, it should all balance out in the end. But it's a very strange experience because I've been very safe in the space. I revoke contracts constantly. But the thing about when you're revoking contracts, now you have to make sure that you revoke on every chain that you've used. See, that's where the issue is with me. I was on the Avalanche chain. I made a transaction 12 months later, but I didn't switch to Avalanche to revoke those. So that one contract has been open for 12 months. And you have to manually switch to each different chain when you're revoking contracts. And honestly, I didn't know that. So I had been revoking all my Ethereum contracts, left the AVAX contract open, and I ended up getting my wallet hacked. So hopefully this helps out a number of people to save safe. If you are revoking contracts, make sure you're switching chains to make sure each chain there isn't contracts open on your wallets. My, my only hope is that you know, we get safer in the space. We find a way to, to kind of go after the hackers instead of the users. You know, I understand don't give your seed phrase out ever. I mean, that's a no-brainer. You know, don't give your passwords. Make sure you're double-checking links. There are still ways that people can get hacked through emails, through accidentally clicking a link, through connecting to a Wi-Fi that is unsecured. I mean, there's so many ways now. So I'm hoping the culture of that changes and we make this space safer for everyone. So yeah, that, I mean, that's what happened to me. That is what happened to my wallet. Everything is safe. It wasn't a massive deal. Uh, it worked out in the end. It will all even out in the end. But hopefully people out there learn from what happened to me. When you're revoking contracts, make sure you that every single chain your wallet is ever connected to, that you switch to it, and make sure that there are no contracts still attached. So next week, we'll move back to our regular programming. We're going to have an awesome guest next week. And I want to thank each and every person from all over the world for tuning in, for subscribing, for supporting the show. Without you, none of this is possible. And definitely make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. And I hope you enjoyed going over my personal experience with my wallet getting hacked and my experiences at NFT NYC. I'm the mayor and you've been listening to the NFT and Chill Podcast.